Awake at last, I am still with you, here at my side, upholding my life. Awake at last, you are still with me, your right hand holds me fast. Awake at last, I am still with you. Upholding my life awake and last You are still with me Your right hand holds me fast Hello my friends Greg and I uh, want to walk with you further into Lent And take more time with each other So we welcome you on the continued journeying The, uh, The walk with Jesus and his disciples that takes place especially this Sunday. This is the second Sunday of Lent as I reflect with you. And Jesus took Peter and John and James and went up a mountain to pray. And while he was praying, his face changed in appearance. His clothing became dazzling white. And behold, two men were conversing with him, Moses and Elijah, who appeared in glory and spoke of his exodus that he was going to accomplish in Jerusalem. Peter and his companions had had been overcome by sleep, but becoming fully awake, fully awake, they saw his glory and the two men standing there. As they were about to part, Peter said to Jesus, Master, it is so good for us to be here. Let us make three tents, one for you, one for Moses, and one for Elijah. But the gospel continues with a simple, beautiful sentence, but he did not know what he was saying. While he was still speaking, a cloud came, cast a shadow over them, and they became frightened. And when they entered the cloud, and then from the cloud came a voice that said, This is my chosen son. Listen to him. After the voice had spoken, Jesus was alone again, and they fell silent and did not at that time tell anyone what they had seen. Probably like all of us, if something very big and significant happens in our lives, we barely know what to say. If it's significant, we may even feel that we were asleep or it happened, or we're now starting to come awake to what's going on. There's this fully awakeness that uh, Lent is truly about. It isn't only about our Lenten practices, um, which we sometimes think of as externals. They're good deeds that we want to do. But there's this deeper inner self that wants to come awake, wants to uh, rise up in a new way, truly beginning to rise up in the Christ who is going to rise up for us in Easter, who has risen. And you and I are uh, companions with other disciples, other students of Jesus before. Let's not put these disciples too far away from ourselves. There were folks like you and I, possibly, and wandering and now following Jesus. And and now Jesus had called them to himself 
and up on what archetypically is a significant place of revelation, of showing, of things being uh, placed before us so we might see and be changed. And we have what we call the transfiguration happening here. And you might remember that this is an example of where God is letting us know the the writers of the gospel, the early Christian community, the whole revelation of God is saying, ah, the whole thing comes together in Christ our Lord. That Jesus is in the expression, is the very word that comes forth from the word of Yahweh, the very covenant that becomes what we talk about as our commandments with God, uh, that which the prophets proclaim and call us back to continually trying to renew our lives and call the people back to their God and then call us to justice and ways of practice and care. These beautiful conjoinings of what we call the law and the prophets are fulfilled in Jesus. Well, that's a lot. <laughs> so we need some time to come fully awake to it. And to do it uh, very beautifully, the, the voice says in the cloud, listen, To him. Now, listening, uh, at least for me, more and more, obedire, which is a word that has listen, ancient listen word in it, which is to become obedient, means to begin to listen deeply and respond, is really at the core of our Lenten journey. We spend Lent well when we spend some time, as you are right now in some quiet reflection. And we leave ourselves open to the mystery of maybe our own darkness or darkness around us, and we want to get to a mountain or a lake or (laughs) a quiet place or a corner of our bedroom and and settle for a moment. And and when we do that, um, it's so wonderful if we can help ourselves feel even in maybe my loneliness or my hurt or my desire to change, all of the law and the prophets are here and the Christ who's anointing me to follow him. Follow him further, not just follow his practices, not, not only to um, do the law, but to be that relationship that he is with the Father for us, to enter the covenant, to hear the hope, and to practice our lives more fully through this Lenten time. Oh, yeah, it gets, <laughs> gets bigger than me giving up candy one more time or thinking I'm going to or slipping and having bacon on Ash Wednesday, which I did this year after a doctor's appointment. I mean, you, you, you wanted to, oh, ruined it the first day. <laughs> no, everything is retrieved in Christ. Everything, everything about us. Our silly and serious moments are brought to unity and community in the Christ. And the Father says, just listen to this showing us his son revealed here. He invites us to listen more deeply, to wake up, stir from our sleep, become more attentive. You and I might say, I've been awake for a long time. I want to go asleep. Feel that and admit it. It's a significant thing, especially if we're really tired. How do we find our rest? I'm not always good at that. But then there's that other inclination to sleep, which is to step aside, maybe deny, pull the sheets over our heads. 
You see, the veil is ripped open. Um, it's, it's pulled apart. And here is God's love and mercy in Jesus Christ. And the sun blazes in. It invites our painful eyes to be opened, <laughs> to come fully awake to the chosen one before us, to listen, uh, to be led by Jesus, to, to, to turn our souls over the, to the walk down the mountain now we'll hear in the other Gospels, uh, to leave behind parts of ourselves and practices, to listen, to now be led, to begin to leave behind some things. Why? So that we might love more deeply as God is loving us by calling us to be a part of his son's life. That his sisters, brothers, members of one family, one body, you and I might find this Lent a healing time. A time of fulfillment and completion already in this revelation, this transfiguration. When we seek transformation in our own lives, to hear again the call to come fully awake. Ah, to see ourselves in the world in its pain and violence and war in a new way. Not ignoring it, not just praying for it, but being changed so we are bearers of peace in it. My sisters and brothers, the Lord give you peace. May your Lenten journey or whenever you're listening to this and taking time with Greg and I be a time of new openness in your life and ours. May we risk the fact that we are to be made new again, transfigured, clouds split. God calls us, and we can live a new life. We can love again. We can be transfigured and transformed. The Lord give you peace. Dan Riley sharing this time with you and remembering that we seek to take a few moments now and be still. And know that we are with our covenanted God, our Yahweh, our Jesus, the Christ, and one another. Be still now, my friend, and know. Be still. Let us be at peace. Creator of unfailing light, Give that same light to those who call you. May our lives proclaim your goodness and our voices sing your praise forever. Lord Jesus Christ, you are the true light of the world. Give us courage, strength, and grace to build a world of justice and peace. And may the light of your Holy Spirit dispel the darkness of our times. Turn our darkness into light, our hatred into love, and our wars into the peace we so desire. Amen.